for you to understand how I became successful and learned about the amazing power of obsession, I first need to show you how denying my obsession almost ruined my life. It is not a pretty story but it is my real one and I wouldn't be surprised if you would found some parallels to your own life in mine. The Roots of My Obsession I didn't have a father who could lead me to a land of rich, lend me a million dollar for my first real estate deal, assist with political connections through introduction at country clubs or show me the ways of business. My parents were the children of Italian immigrants who came to America in the early 1900s. Dad was the first in his family to attend college he was an ambitious young man with an entrepreneurial spirit who believed that American dream was within reach. Started with Starting with a little grocery store he had my mother operated. Dad was obsessed with success because he believes that taking care of his family was his first duty. From a very early age, I got that my dad's number one mission in life was to provide for my family, putting a roof over our heads and making sure we had food, clothes, and an education. A few years before I was born, Dad took on an ambitious plan to start his own life insurance company with a couple of partners. I don't know all the details of what happened with the life insurance company, but the partners outstead him and he wound up in tough situation. At 42 years of age, my dad found himself out of work with three kids to support and twins on the way, me and my twin brother Gary. He had to start over. He decided to use the little bit of money he had in savings to become licensed as a stockbroker, embarking on yet another new career. Thanks to his work ethic and obsession with providing for his family, his new venture started to pay off. He bought a new car that was very proud of, a Lincoln Town car. Just after my eighth birthday, we moved to a new home on sprawling one and a half acre lakefront property. We owned a boat for fishing and water skiing and riding lawn over. Doctors who at that time were the most successful people in the community, lived in both sides of us. My dad's hard work and success at the Stoke brokerage firm had gotten our family firmly into the middle class. I often overheard my mom and dad talking about how he had made it. Even as a young kid, I knew something special had happened. The next two years with my family at the lakefront home were an amazing part of my light childhood. But it didn't last long, only a year and a half after my dad bought his dream house. He died for a heart condition at the young age of 52. My mother found herself a widow at 48 years old with five kids, a little bit of life insurance money and a big house in the country that required constant attention. My mother had no professional skills she could use in the marketplace to bring in new income. 
she had dedicated her life to being a wife and mother and now she needed to figure out how to conserve the money my dad had left the stretch it long and for to get all five kids through college this was a big challenge as my mother had no college education and did not have income earning potential she had grown up in a great depression and didn't want to see her family have to struggle the way people had then so my mom became obsessed if you will with making sure a little bit of money my dad had left us would be enough to get by she saw everything as a future expense and a threat and quickly began to downsize she immediately put my father's dream house on the market we were forced to move in the city to a tiny brick house of a tiny lot surrounded by houses that are looked exactly the same the lake was gone no more boating fishing crabbing and hunting just outside the door i was crushed in our new house there was grief we all missed my father on top of that though my mom was scared i could feel it there was constant fear around her while other boys my age were out with their dads playing sports hunting and fishing i was at home watching my mother clip coupons always worried about the cost of basic necessity and so my mom my mom could make pennies bleed her scarcity mindset was part of everything we did at that time mom was constantly reminding me of how very very lucky and grateful i should be for all that we did have she would claim your father got us into the middle class we have more than most i would hear this over and over never take any of this for granted i tried being grateful for and appreciative for all that we could had but it never set right to me the whole thing seemed so screwed up to me i was 10 years old my dad was dead my dream house was gone mom was living in fear and i was supposed to be grateful i wasn't grateful i was best i didn't know it then but this time she did what would later drive me in life as much as i loved admired and appreciated my mom for what she did for me in making sure we had clothes food and a roof over our head i didn't want to live my life in a constant state of worry at the age of 16 i vowed to my mother when i grow up i am going to be rich so i never have to worry about not having enough money and when i do i am going to help a lot of people this middle class thing sucks i am going to get mine as soon as i said it i knew i sounded like a spoiled ungrateful distressed book disrespectful rebellious snot-nosed punk teenager my mother had that look on her face at that very press parent gets when a kid crosses the line she was furious disappointed and frustrated still i felt an overwhelming sense of powerless knowing i could do i couldn't do anything about anything at this time my flare ups became more and more common and the more i had them the 
more I knew I was both wrong and right. I knew I should be grateful so many other people had less than us. But I also knew there was truth in what I was thinking. Why should anyone have only enough money to get by and still need to worry about money? When things would cool down, I would try to explain to my mother that it wasn't that I didn't appreciate everything she did for us or what I wasn't grateful for everything we had. The reality is I would continue to have this push-pull right-wrong argument about scarcity and money with myself and others for years to come. Anytime I had a blow up my mom and lost my girlfriends and friends would always say the same thing, but we have it so much better than others. I never understood that response. First off, what do others have to do with my life? Second, anytime I compared myself with others who had more people who were really living the life my mom, girlfriends and friends would came back with don't compare yourself to others. There was no winning. I would tell myself over and over one day I am going to make it big. But I quit telling my mom this because every time I did, she would reach down, hug me and say, why can't you just be grateful for what we have? And then she stopped. She would start telling me again how she had grown up, taking care of five siblings with no money and not knowing where the next meal was coming from. This was the cycle, the constant loop aiming to talk me out of what I thought possible for me and what I wanted. No matter how many times I tried to convince myself for my mother's logic, it never added up for me. Dad works his ass off, finally makes it, buys his dream house, dies and leaves the family terrified every time we go to the grocery store because we are worried about running out of money. You, no thanks. Looking back, I realized I was the only one making any sense at all about how the world actually worked, obsessed with the wrong things. I was unable to do anything to remedy the family situation at this time. I was young and frustrated and frankly, I didn't know how with too much time on my hands and no strong mentorship in my life, I got busy becoming a problematic teenager instead. By the time I was in high school, I was a handful and I also had a big mouth and was very op opinionated. I was disruptive in school and would get kicked out of class and to that the fact I was always hanging around the football players' girlfriends so I was getting into weekly fights with the football team at school. In general, I caused more trouble than my poor mother knew what to do with. By the time I graduated from high school, I had also fallen in with wrong crowd, drinking, smoking and experimenting with drugs. Drugs became a daily issue in my life. I started smoking weed at 16 and by the time I was 19, I was using anything and everything available, sort of shooting dope. I tried it all. I had developed a massive daily drug problem. I did go on to college 
because my mother had promised my dad before he died that their kids would go. I felt obligated to go even though I didn't really see the point. I wasted five long years in college, never paying attention in class, taking almost nothing away from it, yet maintaining grades good enough to stay in school. Eventually, I graduated with an accounting degree I had no intention of using and $40,000 in debt from college loans. It was a pretty picture. At 23, I was the least 20 pounds underweight and I had a grey complexion thanks to drugs. I had become the black sheep of my family despite my earlier pronouncement of wanting to be rich. I found myself with no abilities no self-esteem and no direction. I managed to get a job at a car dealership, but it was a dead-end job for me. And then came the kicker. As a result of hanging out with the wrong people and being obsessed with the wrong things, I was beaten up with, within an inch my life. I spent three days in hospital after almost bleeding out in my apartment. It took 75 stitches. 75 stitches in my head and face to fix me up not even my mother could recognize me the scars are still visible on my face today around both eyes and my mouth the people who loved and believed in me the most had no idea how to help me hell i didn't know how to help me even almost being beaten to death in my own home didn't change me every day i swore to myself I will not use drugs today, only to find myself moments later doing the very drugs I had promised I would not use again. In fact, nothing changed for another two years. I continued to use daily. I hated everything about my life. At the time, my job, the auto industry, co-workers and people I hung out with, the apartment I lived in, I hated myself too. The only thing I still cared about was my dog, a 140-pound Doberman named Capo, whom I had for six years and I was starting to neglect even Capo. I had become a cause of concern for everyone who loved me and disappointment to so many who wanted to believe in me. I was broken and broken financially, emotionally, spiritually and even physically. The weekend of my 25th birthday, I went to visit my mom at her place, not far from the dumpy apartment I rented for $275 a month. I showed up to my mom's place, lauded, slurring my words, tongue swollen from barbiturates. My mom expirated family finally gave me a big ultimatum. Don't come around here anymore until you get your life together. I knew I had to change or I was going to die without even getting a chance to prove to myself or to her that I could be something when I told the owner of the car dealership that I needed to get help for my drug problem. He suggested I try to handle it myself. It was the first time I admitted to anyone that I couldn't. I told him if I could quit by myself, I would have stopped five years ago. A few days later, with the help of a family friend, I checked myself into a rehabilitation treatment facility. I was terrified and hopeful. 
29 days later when my insurance coverage ran out and the treatment center couldn't get any more money from me i was sent back to the world i had left the only thing about treatment was that i learned that i could go 29 days without a drug on my way out of the door the counselor in charge of me gave me a parting shot she will never make it he said you are a defective person you have an addictive personality you have a disease you can never recover from you have no power of control over your disease or over your life and the chances you never using drugs again and chill the most successful thing you can do with your life at this point is never use again focus on anything else and you will fail drop all your grandiose ideas of money fame and success wow what a motivational message i had taken a big step in seeking help and while the treatment center gave me a chance to get off drugs of no means had it rehabilitated me or address the reason i had gotten into drugs in the first place i left that place as broken as i had been when i had entered in fact my uncertainty about my life and my abilities was heightened because i was no longer under the influence and that's what they call recovery i hadn't recovered i was actually aware of how fragile i was for the first time when i stepped out of the door of the treatment center i made a personal commitment to never return to drugs and to use the addictive personality the counselor had so tired to convince me would be my downfall to rebuild my life reigniting my obsession for good once back home in my little dump of an apartment with my only dog for company i sat down at my kitchen table with a piece of paper in rehab they had you write a lot but it was all about your past about your damage and bad experiences no more of that i thought i needed to look to the future i had to stop focusing on where i had been and start looking towards where i wanted to go I started writing down I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to make my family proud of me. I wanted to be proud of me. I wanted desperately to prove the counselor wrong. I wrote down that I wanted to clean up all the damage I had done and became a respectful member of society. I wanted to prove the world that I was worth something. I wanted to be successful and wealthy. a respected businessman and someone who could help others just as i had once told my mother i would everything just started flowing out of me as i gave myself permission to write about my new life i wrote more about wanting to write books one day about becoming a master salesperson i even wrote about becoming a husband and father i remembered what i had told my mom when i was 16 before everything went bad when i grow up i was going to get rich so never have to worry about not having enough money and when i do i'm going to help a lot of people and that moment i realized drug had become a problem for me not because i was obsessed 
with drugs was because I had given up on the things that I had been obsessed with at an earlier age, particularly success. You know the old saying, what you resist, you persist. When I said resisted my call to greatness and surpassed my obsession, the energy had gone into destructive behavior. I made a decision that night to never again fight my desire to be successful and to help other people too. I knew that first step in getting back on track to success was to help myself. I couldn't start helping others until I got on my own life in order. I had to rebuild my sense of self before I could ever get others to believe and trust me. But where could I start? I had no friends. My ex-girlfriend, also an addict, he was now sleeping with a drug dealer. Now I had was my job at the car dealership. Even though I hated the job, I decided I would throw myself into my sales job 100% and use it as my jumping off point. I committed to learning everything I could about sales and the automobile industry and using any free time to help others know the truth about drugs and how destructive they are. I resolved to take all of my obsessive energy and redirect it toward rebuilding my life the way I wanted it. I went to bed after writing my new life manifesto, feeling inspired and clear head for first time in years. I showed up to work at car dealership the next morning and our early embraced self-conscious, scared of what others thought of me, sought on confidence and not knowing where to start. The owner welcomed me back with open arms, which was great. I realized later he had probably saved my life by giving me a place to put my life back together. My first day back was awkward, but could I actually sold something i stayed at work later than anyone else probably scared to go home free time was a threat to me because i knew when and if i go bored i didn't have something productive to do i was at risk of returning to my old ways six months later i was still clean and my dedication to and commitment to my manifesto and my obsession with staying clean, rebuilding my life and creating success for myself were paying off. I had become the dealership top salesperson. I was outperforming guys who had worked there for years, all of whom stood around scratching their heads, wondering what my secret was. They thought it was that I was no longer using drugs. Wrong. Certainly, I could have done what I was doing while on drugs but simply not using drugs was not the secret i knew plenty of people who had left treatment and were not winning in their careers the secret was that instead of being obsessed with horrible habits i allowed myself to become obsessed with success again with the same innocence and energy i had as a kid rather than denying my obsession with success i gave myself permission to embrace it I was starting to get a taste how life could be. I was making money for the first time and saving all of it. More important for the first time in years, I felt good about myself. My self-esteem was returning and I was starting to find my swag and believe in myself again. So 
I was a long way from the kind of success I had dreamed of. I finally knew I had it in the right direction. For the first time, I was doing what I had said I would do. I would wake up in my little apartment, feed my dog, shower and watch a sales training video while I ate breakfast. On my drive to work each day, I would listen to self-improvement and sales training tips with the commitment to become the best of the best in the first year I probably spent 700 hours just improving myself as a salesperson. I arrived an hour before everyone else and many nights. I was still there after 10 o'clock. When I wasn't working in the dealership, I was trying to help other drug addicts. Every month I was better than I had been the month before. I was selling more, I was making more money and I was rebuilding my self-esteem. And every month, I was one more month removed from my past. Months added up to years, and by the time I turned 28, I wasn't, I wasn't the kid with the drug problem anymore. I was, I was a solid salesperson, professional in the top one percent of salespeople in the entire auto industry. I was starting to think bigger too, even entering grandiose ideas of one day becoming a sales legend like the guys i was studying studying every day someone who was known for sales worldwide and thought millions other sales people i had done the opposite of what the counselor had said and was throwing myself completely into my new obsession i was obsessed with my obsessions and my life was starting to bear fruit and create a future consistent with the dreams I had had as a kid. Success became my new drug. I finally began to understand how to make my obsessive nature work for me, not against me. I thought this was a great change in mindset, so I was surprised and upset when the people who believed in me and worked with me every day reacted badly to my new philosophy. I remember a friend grabbing me and saying, you are replacing one addiction to another. I couldn't believe anyone would compare what had taken my life from one with the commitment I had made to creating successful. But he wasn't the only one. Lots of people had concerns. They were happy. I wasn't using the drugs but didn't understand that recovering from a drug addiction wasn't enough for me. Co-workers were saying life isn't all about work even the guy who owned the car dealership said i think i should relax a little bit and take some time off my family was concerned about my burning out and relapsing sorry but no i had been in a very low places and i wasn't going back hitting that massive bottom in my life had given me some things to bounce back from and i wanted to bounce back as high as possible if i could go that load and survive i thought how high could i go in the other direction no matter how troubling it was to others it was the obsession with success that had given me a new lease on a new life i was really beginning beginning to understand its power and possibility obsession is a gift in life in my life being obsessed with success was never created problems for me. 
denying my obsessions is what caused me problem. The drugs came as an alternative at a time when I was squelching my ideas and dreams of doing great things. In fact, every time in my life when I denied my desire to create an amazing life, I found myself being seduced by activities that caused me trouble. When you learn how to control and focus your obsessions, you will become a powerful and unstoppable person capable of making all your dreams a reality. You can create the life you deserve free of all the neurosis neurosis and destructive behavior most often confused with what i am promoting here when i finally quit finally quit fighting my obsessive mentality and started to nurture my obsessions everything changed for me when i quit defending drugging and diminishing my obsessions and dreams of success all my energy was renewed when I started studying other obsessive types when were super successful and stopped seeing advice from those who were settling for average lives, average results, average money, average everything and who were never obsessed with anything except defending average. That's when I began to really live. When I started to own the fact that I was obsessed with personal fantasies of indestructible wealth and fame and desire to create a legacy that would outlast my time on this planet. The world looked different. I seemed to get younger overnight. My creativity seemed endless. My genius was awakened and I started to attract other people more like me. Opportunities started to present themselves that used to never come my way obsession itself is not a deficit of a character defect is a gift the next time someone start labeling your obsession and unless a problem or some abrasion tell them i am not afflicted i am gifted your obsession is the most valuable tool you have to build the life you deserve and dream of Unfortunately, most people never figure out what they're really obsessed with because they have never, they have been taught to deny their obsessions. Don't let that be you. Find something, anything that you are obsessed with. It doesn't matter what it is right now because you are just going to take the urges, momentum and fixation on that thing and redirect them. Maybe you are obsessed with fantasy football and spending too much time with it. Okay. Or maybe you are obsessed with one particular relationship that is destructive. Fine. This only goes to prove you could be obsessed with something else too. Maybe your obsession in Candy Crush or online poker or playing chess on the street with old men. Even if you are obsessed with things you know can in no way produce greatness in your life it doesn't matter at this moment what matters at first is realizing you have capacity to be obsessed your obsessions means you have the juice to do great things your obsessions can get you out of the culture of average now you are just need to channel the monsters and redirect the energy to something positive and constructive don't try to self-stifle or reduce the obsession. Instead, 
Give yourself permission to use it and redirect it. No limits. Most of you reading this now, this will not. I hope I wasted a day or a dime on drugs. Hopefully you didn't lose your father when you were 10. But you don't need to go through those experiences to tap into the power of obsession. You have what you want in life. You must give yourself permission to throw yourself all in on your dreams make it clear to others others that you are obsessed with that though you would like their support any expectations they may have of your staying where you are settling for less than your dream or being average will have to take a back seat ask yourself how far up can i go how much more i can i do and most important what do I want to become completely obsessed with that will lead to success. Being obsessed doesn't take into account your education, your money or even your abilities. You will need them eventually but none of them matter if you haven't first given yourself permission to be obsessed. It's all about your desire and willingness to see a goal all the way through despite huge obstacles. Obsession saved my life changed my life and has given me the life I'm living today. It can do the same for you.